Hello, and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer, a podcast series where our experts discuss the latest market developments and put the headlines in perspective to set you up for the coming day. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Moving Markets podcast. My name is Olivier Maris. I'm an investment writer at Julius Baer in Zurich. And I'm delighted to be joined today by my colleagues Lucia Tachulovic from Investment Writing, who will update us on the market news, and Carson Menka, our head of Next Generation Research, for an update on gold. So with that, let's get started. I'll hand it over to you, Lucia, for the market wrap. Thank you, Olivier, and good morning, everyone. Now, in political news, Italy's unity government is in disarray after three major parties refused to back Mario Draghi in a vote of confidence. The prime minister is almost certain to resign as a result, prompting elections. Italian stocks and bond futures fell on the news. And in the UK, in the race to become conservative leader and the UK's next prime minister, Rishi Sunak will be facing Liz Truss. In other news in Europe, Eurozone consumer confidence dropped to its lowest level on record as households brace for a possible recession amid record inflation and the risk of a Russian energy cut-off. Meanwhile, the IMF warned that Germany is at risk of losing 4.8% of economic output if Russia shuts down supplies of natural gas to the country. Most of the impact would materialize next year, caused by production cuts and damage to economic confidence. And in Asia, the Bank of Japan left monetary policy unchanged on all accounts. The policy balance rate remained at minus 0.1% and the 10-year yield target remained officially at 0% as expected. However, the central bank did lift its inflation target and now expects the consumer price index for 2022 to come in at 2.3%. It also lowered its economic growth forecast for this year. Japan's Nikkei 225 rose modestly on the news, while other Asian indices were trading mixed today. MSCI's broadest index of Asian Pacific shares outside Japan lost around 0.3%. In the US, major averages reached their highest point since early June yesterday, the Nasdaq Composite led gains closing around 1.6% higher, but both US and European futures were trading mostly lower a few moments ago. And now in commodity-related news, Nord Stream says Russian gas shipments resumed today, but Russian President Vladimir Putin warned that unless a spat over sanctioned parts is resolved, flows will be tightly curbed. Both oil and gold are slightly down this morning. And in crypto, Elon Musk said Tesla, whose second quarter earnings beat estimates, sold around 75% of its stake in Bitcoin to maximize its cash position because of uncertainty over COVID shutdowns. The largest cryptocurrency erased gains and retreated back below 23,000 US dollar following the news. So what can we expect for the day ahead? Now, earlier this morning, in breaking news out of Asia, China's Cybersecurity Authority has fined right-hailing giant Didi Global more than 1 billion US dollar. The authority did not state, however, whether Didi would soon be able to add new users or restore its presence on app stores in China. Looking ahead, all eyes are on the ECB today, which is expected to hike rates for the first time in a decade. And the central bank might even surprise with more than the expected 25 basis points. In addition, the ECB is also expected to deliver details on its proposed anti-fragmentation tool. 
Risk sentiment overall remains fragile as investors assess earnings to evaluate how companies are managing amid the highest inflation in generations and escalating borrowing costs. And that's all from my side. Back to you, Olivier. Thank you for the roundup, Lucia. And now over to you, Carson. Gold has been moving vastly lower since the beginning of this month. What is your take on the latest market action of the commodity? Well, good morning and uh, thank you very much, Olivier. Um, indeed, uh, gold has been mo moving lower, while for most of this year, it had been tossed and torn between rising recession risks and the inflation issue on the one side, which have been providing support to prices via safe haven demand, and a strengthening US dollar and rising real US bond yields on the other side. Since the start of July, it looks like safe haven seekers have surrendered. Demand for gold has faded and we have seen outflows from physically backed gold products, which pushed prices lower. The market mood has turned more and more bearish, which has added to the selling. Where to from here? From our point of view, the most important question remains whether or not the global economy will slip into recession, or rather the US economy, given the dominance of the US dollar and real US bond yields for gold. As you know, we maintain the view that a recession can be avoided, even though the risks have clearly risen. Hence, we do not believe this is the time to bottom fish in gold. We rather expect prices to settle around current levels, also assuming that inflation rolls over. How about the case that the US slips into recession? Well, this is the bull case for gold in our view, as it should foster safe haven flows, but also triggering a swift shift in the market mood. In case of a recession, we still see around 15 to 20% upside for gold from current levels, depending on the depth and the length of the downturn. The bear case is that this dominance of the dollar, which we see at the moment, continues and that it leads to more selling from investors. This could turn into a vicious cycle depending on the size of the selling and push prices as low as $1,500 per ounce, we believe. Quickly on the topic of inflation, uh, which of course stays top of mind. So we think that the high inflation period of the 1980s is not a good guide for today's gold market. Back then, the market was still finding its balance uh, after the collapse of the Bretton Woods monetary system. Monetary policy had just entered a new era and inflation caught policymakers on the wrong foot. Furthermore, the economic impact of the second oil crisis back then was much more severe than what we're facing currently because of the war in Ukraine. And last but not least, some words on silver. Uh, so silver has been underperforming uh, gold thus far this year, which very much mirrors the rising recession risks. While the cyclical cooling weighs on industrial silver demand, the deterioration of the market mood has been the primary driver of the underperformance. In the medium to longer term, silver should be mostly moving in gold slipstream. That's it from my side and back to you, Olivier. Many thanks, Carson. And with that, we conclude today's episode of the Movie Markets Podcast. Thank you to our speakers and thank you all for tuning in. We do hope that you join us again soon. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. To learn more about Julius Baer, our people, or our latest thinking, visit us at www.juliusbear.com. This is a podcast disclaimer. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. 
The podcast content is intended for information purposes only and does not constitute an offer, a recommendation, or an invitation by or on behalf of Julius Baer to buy or sell any securities, security-based derivatives, or other products, or to participate in any particular trading strategy in any jurisdiction. Julius Baer does not accept any liability for any loss arising from the use of the podcast content. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information.